Have you ever felt guilty because you had an opportunity to talk about God, you had an opportunity to bring up the Bible, you had an opportunity to step into some important topic, theological or moral or something, but you didn't because you were afraid? Right now, I know a lot of you, you don't want to make religion a part of your content. You want to be a Christian content creator, but not like a religious one. You want to play games, you want to share your interests, you want to make art, make music, write stories, you know, whatever, without having to inject a bunch of Bible verses in it. Hello, welcome to the Taco Talks podcast featuring Pastor Al Deschanel, known online as Christian Ninja, full-time content creator and executive director of Taco, the Alliance for Creative Outreach. He uses his education, experience, and pastor's heart to unite, develop, and train Christian content creators to serve and grow well on the digital mission field. I'm your host, Scott, a fellow content creator, Twitch streamer, and podcaster known online as the Born Again Gamer. We hope this podcast will help you unleash your potential, reach your vision, and create content that radiates God's glory. Have you ever felt that familiar tug at your heart urging you to speak up, to share your faith? but fear held you back? Yeah, we've all been there, but guess what? Fear doesn't have to have the final say. In this episode, we're breaking down barriers that keep us silent, and we're diving headfirst into the truth that God has called each and every one of us to be bold ambassadors of his love. As the song by Zach Williams says, fear is a liar. So grab a hold of your courage and get ready for some soul-stirring wisdom as we explore how to silence the whispers of fear and unleash the power of God's word in our lives and in the world around us. So before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that I sent out a request on the Christian content creator channel on the Taco Discord recently to come up with some episode ideas. And man, there were some really good answers. So here's just kind of a quick preview of what we plan to cover after I'm done this little six part series here, just to give you a heads up. So the first one, like the unique struggles of being a female content creator, that's gonna be interesting. How to deal with toxic audience members, the temptations and dangers and pitfalls of content creation and streaming, how to do self-care as a content creator, how to use your time well as a full-time and a part-time and a hobbyist creator. Uh, we're going to talk, I'm going to hopefully we can talk to some streaming couples. I want to interview or get notes from or do something with, with couples that stream, like husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, that stream together. Uh, I want to look at what some creators are doing that are that's innovative that we can like steal from them or you know i mean learn from that we can learn from them uh how we can love people even when we're tired because that's a big problem for content creators you know that post stream grumpiness how do we remain loving when we <laughs> step away from the computer or step away from the the content we're making uh and how to deal with a with 
inappropriate questions and topics while still being vulnerable? How do you how do you deal with people that aren't trolling, but when things come up that are just weird, how do you deal with that? So that's what we're doing up front. Like we got we're gonna have a bunch of episodes that we can do. And you know me, I can probably break this into a hundred episodes if I want to. But if you have things that you want to cover, maybe it's not part of that list or something that's touching your heart or things you've seen in the community, let me know. And uh, we'll try to do an episode on it. All right. So let's get into the podcast part of the podcast, what we've been talking about. Just a quick review. We're in the middle of a series meant to help you transform and empower your content to be more effective, the most effective towards the audience you're trying to build, right? That's what we're talking about. How can you create content for your audience, not just the internet and not just, you know, Twitch or, or people who like music or whatever, but your audience. The first episode, we, we had the fundamental, the fundamental question, who is my audience, right? We talked about the importance of tailoring your content to resonate with a specific group, understanding who you resonate with, who is your audience. Second episode, we delved into the next question. So once you've figured out your audience and, and who you connect with, what are your audience's needs? What do they need from you? What are their questions? What's going on with them so that you can align your content purposefully for them? Then last episode, we talked about how many issues Christian creators face online and all these online community leaders have when we get these kind of questions. You ask, you know, what do you guys need and what's going on? And then they answer and it can get really overwhelming when you're confronted with what's happening to the people you care about, the people that you're trying to serve with your content. And so we come to the question, okay, how should we respond? And what needs to be accomplished the most? What's the most important thing? Now, based on all that, what would you think the next question is? You've, you've discovered your God-given audience. You've sought to learn about their deepest needs and their questions. You've worked out and prioritized what needs to be addressed first. Now what? Right? Now, I'm sure that episode title gave it away, but sometimes our instinct is to jump into helping them. We're surrounded by people we care about. They're all listening to what we're saying through our creativity and through our, our medium. Our heart is resonating with their needs. We, we want to we help. And the natural instinct is to jump in and get right to work, right? While that might be something that you'd want to do, I think doing that at this point would be a mistake. Let me start with a story. Once upon a time, there was a Christian content creator who had a popular gaming stream. One day while they were streaming, a viewer reached out with a serious personal struggle. Being a compassionate person who listens to the Taco Talks podcast, they, they paused the game and they asked some clarifying questions and they did some reflective listening and they figured they had a pretty good handle on the situation. Knowing what Twitch is like and what the online arena is like, they were careful not to sound too preachy or judgmental or do Bible thumping or say anything negative. They were eager to help. They were worried they may not, might not get another chance, so they immediately just kind of started offering advice based on their experiences, based on something they remember their pastor saying. They added a few insights from some videos that they'd watched recently. They prayed for the viewer, and they invited them to join their Discord. Now, the viewer said thank you and then promptly left the chat. The creator, having done a good job, patted themselves on the back, thanked God for being of use, and then got back into the game. Now, the question is, if you were to evaluate that, how did they do? 
right? Many Christian creators would give them a passing grade. They were kind, gentle, helpful, spiritual. They tried to build a, uh, a continued relationship. For a lot of people, that is an A-plus Christian content creator interaction. Might I suggest that at best, it's a C. In that story that I just told, three things were missing. Humility, patience, and faith. I say humility was missing because it was arrogant of the creator to believe that after a short text-based interaction with someone in crisis, that somehow their perspective, their advice was the best thing they could give in that moment. That's not humble, that's arrogant. I say patience was missing because they wanted to solve that person's problems as fast as possible. They didn't even consider that maybe the moment that they were in wasn't the best time to address it, that that it should be done in a different forum at a different time, maybe even by a different person, or that they may be the right person, but they needed time to prepare a good response. They were impatient. And I say it was lacking faith because God was almost entirely absent. At no point was God's word brought in. It was, wasn't even considered as a potentially helpful resource. Sure, God was invited at the end, going to kind of take over when the creator was all done, which is, again, really prideful. But when that person left the interaction, they hadn't heard a single word from the one who actually created them and knows what they need. That's why I say that jumping in and getting to work after question three would be a mistake. So today we're going to make the choice to pause the situation. We're not going to run in with our opinions and advice, but we're going to ask the very crucial question, what is God's answer to their questions and needs? Now that we know them, what's God's answer? Now, I know you've probably heard this a million times, but I've seen it on so many different streams from so many different content creators and different YouTubers and, and podcasts. Uh, they seem so afraid, and I will use the word afraid, to bring God's word into the situation. Now, of course, I've seen the other extreme where the creator uses God's word as like a bludgeon or like a hammer to pound the viewer into submission and puff themselves up so that they look good on the backs of these poor, ignorant, or suffering, or people in crisis, which is awful, but that's another talk altogether. The one I want to talk about today are the Christian content creators whose theme is to be open and friendly and non-judgmental, a community anyone can join no matter what they believe. But when given the chance to address something that the Bible's very clear about, they're actually too scared to bring it up for fear of offending the audience. A lot of different things. The question is, why be afraid to bring up the Bible? If they're really Christians, then they believe that God's word is God's word is the source of life. It's the source of truth. It is, as Hebrews four twelve says, living and active, sharper than any two edged sword, piercing the division of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. They they know that. If they're Christians, they believe it, and if if you know that and you believe it, then what keeps you from bringing up the Bible in your content? Right? What, what's the disconnect? If you're a Christian and you believe that, what makes you hesitate when it comes to bringing up the Bible? I can only think of one reason. It's fear. But fear of what? 
there's a few. Let me, let me see if any of these resonate. The fear that you don't know enough about the Bible, so you shouldn't really say anything, right? You're afraid that, that, that you might say it wrong. You might, you might grab the wrong verse. You might, might completely just be wrong. So it's better that I don't say anything about the Bible than try to then say anything wrong. Or how about fear that they might offend or alienate members of their audience that have different beliefs? Right, they they're an eclectic group. They're they're meeting and they're talking about RPG stuff, or they're meeting they're they're talking about any other subject, anime, and and they're worried that if they bring up the Bible in that moment, members of their audiences might be offended, or they might leave. Maybe you're afraid that since they're not, you know, <laughs> you're not living out the biblical principle yourself. That if you give that advice and you read that verse or you share what, what God says, you're actually going to be exposed as a hypocrite, right? Somebody says something, it's really obvious, you kind of know the verse, but you're not doing that, so you don't want to bring it up, because if they say, are you doing that, you'll have to admit that you're not. Better to stay out of it. I think another fear would be that someone might misinterpret or misapply what they shared, right? So you share the verse, and then you talk about it a little bit, and then the person hears wrong, and they misinterpret it, or they, they, they take it and apply it in the wrong way, and somehow that's now the creator's fault. So you know what? They might not get it right, so I better not share. Some people might fear that they will face criticism, you know, backlash from two groups, you know, backlash and criticism from the Christians in their group, that are always triggered and always upset whenever the Bible comes up and they just want to fight, or the atheists in their group who are triggered every time the Bible comes up and they just want to fight, right? So they're like, man, I don't want to deal with that right now. So even though this could be the right time, and even though I, you know, I could say something from the Bible, I just don't want to deal with that because some of these hardcore Christian, you know, white knights for Jesus and some of these atheists are going to take over chat. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that. They're going to, it's going to be all the comments on the video. And I'm not doing that. Some people are, are afraid of being seen as like a goody two-shoes, preachy, know-it-all, religious nut, because that's what your whole content is rebelling against, right? You've kind of built your brand and built your understanding of digital missions and, and your digital footprint as not being the goody two-shoes, not being preachy, not being a know-it-all, not being religious. You're trying to be that Christian who is none of those things. And so therefore, if you start talking about the Bible, you bring up the Bible, people might misunderstand and they might see you as one of them, right? One of the people that you don't like either. Maybe your fear is that someone is going to report you, right? You're going to get hit with a term of service policy or some legal situation that's going to threaten not only, you know, being on the platform, but actually threaten your offline life as well. That, and that happens, right? All it takes is one report or somebody says something or they, you get flagged somewhere and then boom, you're off. So it's like, I better, if I'm going to be here and I'm going to be helping people and building community, well, I don't want to get kicked off. So I better not bring up the Bible. Or how about fear that by engaging the person with the, with the Bible in a biblical way, it's going to make you responsible for having to be that person's spiritual guide from now on. Suddenly now you're their pastor, you're their spiritual guide, and you, you do not want that level of responsibility, right? You just, you just want to help a little bit, but you feel responsible that if you get involved even a little bit, suddenly you're going to have to go through the entire thing. Or... 
How about fear that all the work that they've done to grow their platform, like all the work you've done to, to make it happen is just going to disappear because someone's going to clip it or someone's going to share it or someone's going to make it go viral and everybody's going to think you're religious now and you weren't before. It was just a moment from one of your pieces of content and you don't want to be religious. The answer is fear. Now, I think the question is, do any of those re resonate with you? Have you ever felt guilty because you had an opportunity to talk about God? You had an opportunity to bring up the Bible. You had an opportunity to step into some important topic, theological or moral or something, but you didn't because you were afraid. Right now, I know a lot of you, you don't want to make religion a part of your content. You want to be a Christian content creator, but not like a religious one. You want to play games. You want to share your interest. You want to make art, make music, write stories, you know, whatever, without having to inject a bunch of Bible verses in it, because you think that's going to make it worse and it's going to make it trite and it's going to, you know, it's going to, people are going to misunderstand it. It makes you feel disingenuous, right? It smacks of all those religious people that you despise and have just grown to just be really frustrated with over the years because they seem to be working against the gospel, working against what you're trying to do. And you never want to be that person. You want to be different. You want to be a Christian people can approach. You want to be a Christian that shows love and care without hurting anyone, that can gather a crowd and bring joy to people by sharing their non-Christian interests because they're valuable too. And that's a way to show love too. I know that. I know that's what a lot of you feel, and it's great, and I support you 1,000%. But the question is, is that even possible? Can someone be a good, entertaining, interesting, captivating, growing, successful content creator and still honor and be willing to share God's word? Now, I think you can. I think you can, but it requires a careful approach. So let me close this episode with like the secret sauce for how to be a Christian content creator that uses secular interests to grow their content while still honoring God's word. Because that's the intention, right? We've, we've said this before. If you're a Christian content creator, you're, you're not online just to make content. All of you, every, every Christian content creator is trying to share the love of Jesus in a unique way with an audience they resonate, resonate with, with an interest they have that reflects their personality and is pulling people like themselves out of the dark side of whatever that interest is into being able to enjoy it with a group of people that lives in the light. That's your mission. I know that. And every Christian content creator says the same thing. Now. I think you can do that. I, th I know you can. I know you can enjoy and build an audience with all the nerd stuff, esports, anime, tabletop gaming, programming, cosplay, painting miniatures, fan fiction, cooking, VR, chess, comics, LARPing, all of it. I think you can enjoy it and you can build a platform on it and still share God's word. So here's the secret sauce. Okay. And, and none of this is going to be profound. <laughs> it's all going to be things you've heard before, but maybe today it'll stick. Okay. Here's the secret sauce for being able to put those two things together. 
good content, entertaining content, building on that stuff, and also being able to share God's word. First, you need to read, study, and meditate on God's word in your private time. Step one is always step one, right? Do your devos. Make a time, get a study Bible, ask God to meet you, read part of it, read the study notes, pray about it, journal about it. That's it, right? I'm not saying you need to take a seminary course. I'm not saying you need to listen to a bunch of sermons. I'm not saying it has to take an hour out of your day. What I'm saying is that you need to build the habit to crack it open, read it, meditate on it, and reflect on it a little bit every day. Second, actually act on what you're reading. Repent of the sins that you get convicted of. Do the good things you're being encouraged to do. Stop the things you're being encouraged to stop. If you're not sharing because you don't want to be a hypocrite, well, then don't be a hypocrite. Right? So that, that's number one and number two. It has to be said. If you do those two things, here's the thing. If you do those two things, you will start to realize that God talks about a lot of the things that you and your viewers are going through. And then when you're acting on it, you're going to realize that the Bible really is changing my life. It really is applicable. That what I'm reading is actually changing my world. You would be surprised how much easier it is to talk about the Bible when you're actually seeing God at work. In fact, you'll sometimes find that what God is teaching you is what he's trying to teach others, and then he'll give you opportunities to share what you've been learning, and it'll be in a non-contrived, not forced, natural way. It'll just come up because it's part of you. It's not something you're trying to add in. It's not something you're trying to shoehorn. It's not something you're trying to, oh, how do I figure out a verse for this? It's part of you. Just like if they were to say, hey, what's your favorite game? Or what is your favorite piece of hardware? Or what would you do in this situation if you had, you know, like this thing was broken? What would you, what would you say about this topic? Or what's this skill? Like you would immediately be able to jump in because it's natural for you. You've practiced it. You've done something. You know it. You're, you're going to be nice. You know, it's you're not having to shoehorn in a bunch of, oh, and you really need to go and buy that game. Ah, because it's a big deal. It's for you. It's just part of your life, part of your normal everyday conversation. That's what happens when you do your devos and when you act on what you're actually reading. Suddenly, it's not going to be forced. It'll just be part of you. Now, third, you have to settle in your heart that your presence as a believer, no matter where you go or what you do, whether IRL or live streaming or pre-recorded or audio or text or image or drawing, it doesn't matter. If you're a Christian, then what you do and where you go, you're going to carry a certain aroma. You will have a certain smell. 2 Corinthians 2.15-16 says this, for we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To one, a fragrance from death to death, to other, a fragrance from life to life. That means that no matter what you do, whether you like it or not, if you're a Christian, 
there will be some people that think it's great. Your presence, your offering, your content, your words, whatever it is, it's like a shot of a breeze. It's like freshly baked cookies. It's like a nice scented candle just got lit when you walk in the room. To others, that exact same action, those exact same words, that same creative offering is going to be repellent to them. That's simply how it is. And you have to get used to it. You have to realize that and just go, this is how it is. To some people, I'm going to smell like freshly baked cookies. To others, I'm going to smell like a pile of manure, no matter what I do. And you've heard this before, you cannot please everyone. And you know that, you've heard it a thousand times. But some of you are still trying to. And you're trying to do it in such a way that you're not doing anything to them. You're trying to avoid doing things that might offend them. But that comes with a cost too. If you speak God's word, if you use Jesus' name, if you start sharing your story, if you use your creativity to shine light and joy, it's going to get misinterpreted. It's going to get criticized. People are going to alienate you. You're going to get in trouble at some point with some people. That's going to happen. The question is this. Are you going to hide your light, cover your aroma, refuse to be used by God to change someone's life by sharing his word at the right time because some people are going to get upset? Are are you going to avoid the situation, avoid being used by God, avoid having a a potentially eternal impact on that person's life by bringing in his word at the right time, naturally, from the heart, because you're living it out, because you're worried somebody might get upset with it? That's, in a word, cowardly. If you really want your content to change lives, if you really want it to glorify God, if you really want to bring people from darkness to light in whatever that community is that you are trying to serve, you got to be willing to realize that you are entering into a spiritual battlefield and the enemy is going to try to discourage you and discourage them as best he can. And often that has nothing to do with him making you do things. It's making you afraid to do the good things. The sin of, of abstin, what do they call that again? The sin of not doing things. I wish I could remember the name. That's <laughs> what I get for going off script. Now remember, okay, everything I've said, all of it, has happened to every prophet, every apostle, every missionary, every faithful servant of God. Yes, the the sin of omission, that's what I was trying to say. The uh, It's not just the sin of committing sin is the problem, the sin of omitting, not doing the things you're supposed to do. That's the problem. And these temptations have hit every prophet, every apostle, every missionary, every faithful servant of God. We all get hit with it. And it happened to Jesus more than anyone. He loved people. He met them where they were at. He shared their interest. He helped them out. You could even call his parables like making non-religious content, right? A lot of people connected with it. And then a lot of people hated him for it. Jesus' willingness to speak truth in a compassionate, natural, perfectly timed way, it didn't make people run away. It activated them. 
it drew out the outcasts of society to him and it caused the hypocrites to show themselves. The outcasts would go seek him out because they saw something in him that they didn't see in anybody else. And that's what I want for you. I want your content and I want you to be a representative of God's word in a way that no one else is to that community. For them to hear God and see God and see Jesus in a way they never thought they would have with language they never thought anybody would speak on a topic they didn't even think anybody could come to and be a Christian in and that attracts them these outcasts of society that you were once one of that you have now been able to be met Jesus and now you want to go talk to them this audience that you love that you want to gather and you see their lives change because you had the courage to be a true Christian content creator. That's what I want for you. Hey everyone, so I just wanted to say I've been there, afraid of speaking up for one reason or another, but one day, I don't exactly remember when, but definitely in the last five years or so, I realized I don't need to fear. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. I pray that you will take that to heart. Seek the Father above all, seek his love, and he will give you power to overcome fear, power to speak up at the right moment with wisdom and courage, to share his good word and affect people's hearts and lives. In Isaiah, it also says, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. So don't fear, God is with you. And hey, uh, just a side note, in the spirit of being open and vulnerable, uh, I think it's funny. I've tried scrolling Christian Ninja's Word document on his stream that's on screen when he's presenting while watching his stream more times than I care to admit. Is that just me or have you done that? Shoot us a message in the Taco Discord and let me know. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you want to join in the conversation, Christian Ninja streams Monday to Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This podcast is recorded live on Tuesdays. Also, I want to invite you to join my own live stream where I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Finally, if you want to help keep Christian Ninja full-time, consider joining his coffee support page where you'll find his bookstore and get updates on what's happening with Taco and Christian Ninja's ministry. If you become a member, you'll get access to all sorts of exclusive content and help reach more creators in their communities. All the links are in the description.